Hi and welcome to another podcast with me, Troy Francis. It is Monday, the 27th of April. So April is nearly finished and we're going into May. It is spring stroke coming into early summer. It's British summertime here in London. It's been very sunny and beautiful the last few days. Um, which has been a bit of a bummer because we're all on lockdown, but we can go out and do exercise. So I've been getting out and about a bit and yeah, it's been really nice. And as I've been saying before, you know, globally, we're in this situation. We're all in it together, pretty much. Most of us are locked down or at least restricted in terms of our activities, what we can do. But I think we are starting to see the cracks appearing in that. I think we are, well, I know that we are now starting to see certain countries restricting, sorry, um, removing restrictions or at least easing them off. And that will continue to happen as we go into May. So as I've been saying all along, this is, has obviously been very disruptive in terms of dating and socializing and all of that, as well as, you know, the many other more serious ramifications of, of what's happening, of course, and I don't want to downplay the importance of uh, what's going on. But, you know, for, for many people, this has been a, a restriction in terms of their, their working lives and their social lives. But it is going to start to ease off. and We can see that already uh, across the world and it will just continue. So, look, we are going to come out of this. And when we come out of this, you want to be in top tip fighting or tip top even fighting form for the imminent explosion in the dating marketplace that is going to take place and that's what this podcast is all about it will helping you to prepare both in terms of dating but also in terms of your general self development as a guy as well okay so today i want to talk about how to make things easy for yourself in the dating marketplace and again caveat because um I know that people will continue to say these kinds of things in comments. Of course, I know that right now the dating market is pretty much closed off. But as I just said, as restrictions ease, we are going to obviously return to some form of normality, albeit in a tiered way across the world at different speeds in different places. But reality is going to sort of start to reassert itself, normality rather. And, you know, you want to be ready to, to dive in and take advantage of that. So how do you make things easy for yourself in the dating marketplace? Now, before I go into the podcast, just a quick announcement. As you probably know by now, if you've been following this channel and this podcast and my stuff in general, my flagship course, Charisma and Dating Academy, will open this Thursday on the 30th of April. It is the most comprehensive course on the market currently for charisma dating and in a game that is to say the mindset tools that you need to succeed uh, in this marketplace and it will go on sale as I say for five days only there's only five days that you can enroll the course itself is 10 hours worth of video tutorials and you will also get access to 10 zoom webinar sessions live with me as well that will take place in May. So you get the actual course, which you can work through at your own pace, but you'll also get access to those uh, tutorials, which will take place live with me and the other students on the course. 
It's going to be awesome. We're going to work through everything that you need to know from transforming yourself from a normie into that bad boy alpha Chad that the girls fantasize about and love. And we're going to talk about raising your charisma and we're going to talk about your actual dating skills. So what you actually have to do from A to Z in order to go out, start an interaction with somebody, attract them and then get them on a date and more. Okay, so this is a complete this is almost like a university course, right, in terms of of dating, charisma and game. As I say, it's open for a very short period of time from April the 30th until May the 4th. After that, you won't be able to gain access to the course again until I reopen later in the year at some point. But when I do, it's going to be more expensive. Okay, so the entry point uh, this week is $297 only. And for that, as I say, you get the course, you get the Zoom webinars, you also get access to my infield material um, and loads of other bonuses as well. Um, But when I reopen again later in the year, it is going to be more expensive so you want to get in now while it's at that low price okay anyway we'll talk a bit more about that um later on but that that's the the sort of the the upsell for today if you like there's an email uh, address below or rather there's an email sign up link below so do sign up to my daily email because that's you get a, a free article from me every day and there'll be more information on this going out on that right so With that in mind, getting back to the topic, making things easy for yourself in in dating. Okay, so look, as I've said many times, as you're aware, the dating marketplace today in 2020, in April, going into May, is very difficult. Not just because of lockdown, putting lockdown to one side, it's very difficult anyway. Why? Because of global competition, because there is a global dating marketplace and... Suddenly, the competition is not just between you and the the guys in your local town or village or city or whatever, which is, you know, potentially considerable enough as it is. The competition that you're faced with is pretty much every guy on the planet or every guy on the planet who has access to Instagram and Tinder and whatever other dating uh, or or social media apps the the girls that you're interested in are on. So all of a sudden, it's not just a case of, you know... You've got to like be better than the guys in the local town. Now you've got to be better than everyone else on the planet um, to, <laughs> to, to stand a chance. I mean, I'm being slightly melodramatic there because, of course, you know, there is, there is leeway here. And, um, you know, not every girl is going to receive a, a DM from some guy in Monaco and immediately drop everything and go over and start a new life on his yacht. I mean, you know, that, that doesn't happen all the time. It probably happens fairly rarely, to be, to be honest. But, you know, excuse me, mm, drink of water. Um, but, you know, it, it's possible. This is the thing. And so because it's possible, it inflates the, the sexual marketplace. It gives women a very palpable sense that they have options and that they have options that are, you know, actually quite, uh, quite good when you look at it you know, on paper, you know, that, that, that actually the kinds of guys out there who would um, potentially want to want to spend time with them, want to date them or whatever, are actually really high-tier, high high-caliber guys. Why is that the case? Well, look, I mean, most guys, even <clears throat> top guys, will date down a little bit from time to time. You know, if you are a, say you're a male nine, right, you would probably, you know, you see a cute girl who 
um, subjectively is about seven and you see her on Instagram, but she looks kind of cute in some of her pictures and things, you would probably entertain the idea of being with her for briefly or for a period, you know, for, for a few dates if, um, if the opportunity came along and it wasn't too much hassle. That way around, it tends to work. The other way around, it doesn't really work because how often do you know of girls who will date down? So if the girl is a nine, is she really going to date a guy who's a seven? Probably not, right? So, or, or, or maybe she would if he's seven in looks, but he's got other stuff going on for him. But he's got to have something that brings him up pretty much to her level or above, right? Otherwise, she's not going to go there. It's highly unlikely she's going to go there. So there's this kind of imbalance in the market anyway, that guys will sometimes date down. Girls very generally won't. Therefore, your girl, or say the girl that you're interested in, even if she's a seven, she's probably getting... Uh, attention from guys who are somewhat above her within the the dating pool and you know you've got to compete with that so you're not only competing with guys at your own level you're actually competing with guys that theoretically should be playing in the level above you right if that I hope that makes sense I think you get what I'm saying basically the whole market is, is kind of skewed because of the internet because of social media Etc., 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 right? So things are tricky, and things have always been tricky anyway, right? I mean, it's always been more difficult for the guy in the equation uh, to get the kind of access that he would like than it is for girls, because girls are the gatekeepers of, of sex and intimacy, as has been said many times, and guys are the ones who are normally expected to go and make the approaches and to, you know, to try to make things happen and to suffer the, the weight of rejection most of the time. Um, girls are very choosy because obviously, you know, when we look at this in a biological sense, they, uh, you know, they have limited capability to bear children, etc. And so they've got to find the guy who is going to be the best one um, as far as that is concerned, as far as giving her the best genes, the best sort of, um, you know, chance in life for her potential offspring. Now, I know we're not all going around, you know, trying to, trying to have babies and things all the time, but the underli- that's the underlying mechanism, right? That's the subconscious thing that her body's telling her when she is screening for guys and she's turning down guys she feels are inferior and she's accepting guys who are you know, on a higher level than her, right? Um, Whereas if you're a guy, your mating strategy is somewhat different in the sense that it kind of works for you to spread your seed wider, if you like. Uh, And that being the case, um, you can afford to be a little bit less choosy. So women are more choosy. Guys are less choosy. Guys are the ones who, who the onus is on to, to make things happen and, you know, they, they have to put themselves out there and suffer rejection and so on and so forth. Of course, women get rejected as well, right? I'm not, you know, I'm not sort of saying that that, that doesn't happen. But in, in general, it's, it's the guy. Guys are more expendable than women in the marketplace, okay? So dating has always been challenging anyway for guys. I just think that now it's more so because of the things that I've mentioned, you know, the technological advancements that we have seen. Um, on top of that, you've obviously also had like societal changes uh, and things like, you know, since the contraception, the contraceptive pill was introduced in the 60s and a general sort of loosening of, uh, you know, 
morals and societal expectations around sex and things like that. Um, plus the fact that we no longer live in a society where, uh, let's say, women are beholden to men in terms of you know needing somebody to be a provider. I mean, increasingly, women don't need the guy to be a provider uh, because women have their own careers and they own their own money, etc. And so, whereas perhaps in the old days, women would be looking to a guy to, to marry and, to, and he would sort of look after the household, pay the bills, etc., etc. Women don't really need that anymore. So they're not looking for that sort of provisioning dude like they were back in the old days. What are they looking for now? They're looking for somebody who's exciting, someone who's a bit sexy, someone who's got that slightly dangerous edge to them. And this is why... On Rule Zero yesterday, or the other day, um, I made a point that seemed to go down quite well with the panel, which was that now, for, for girls, for women, relationships are almost like an extension of their entertainment package. So she might have um, a Netflix account, she might have Spotify, she might have a SoundCloud, you know, she's got the things that she watches on YouTube... And you, as her partner, boyfriend, whatever, you are just an extension of that. She views you in largely the same way as her other entertainment platforms, okay? And you are there to, to be sexy. You are there to be mysterious, dangerous, um, you know, kind of like bring a bit of fire and passion to things. And if you don't do that, if you don't provide that entertainment, then you know, there is a good chance that you're going to get kicked to the curb at some point because she wants that excitement. She wants that drama, right? She wants that entertainment. Do we not all want to be entertained, you know, to some degree? Well, she's no different, right? That's what she looks for in you. You are a supplier of entertainment until you don't supply it anymore and then you get kicked to the curb, okay? So that being the case... Um, it's always been it's always been difficult. The, the dating marketplace has always been tricky, anyway. So what then happened in, as a way to counter this? Well, what happened was the study of what was called game or, or dating dynamics, as I prefer to call it, which is this this whole field of well, how do I act? What behaviours do I need to uh, to take on in order to stand out more in this in this marketplace what um what things do i need to do to be more successful with with girls and, and guys and again this is partly a been, been fueled very much by the internet and by the connectivity of the internet and the anonymity of the internet as well it should be said um guys would club together to come up with strategies and ideas and formulations for how best to to act how best to portray themselves um, in order to get enhanced access in the dating marketplace. And, you know, I need hardly mention all of the people who have been involved with that. I mean, you know them all, but obviously The Game by Neil Strauss uh, was a seminal uh, part of this process. Uh, many, many other people have contributed towards um, this field of knowledge, if you like. And so Game was the solution or if not the solution at least it was an attempt to find a solution to the imbalances that were perceived by guys within the marketplace okay so the idea for example of being cocky funny which is a, an, an old school idea which is to be 
as he says, a little bit funny, a little bit cocky, a little bit arrogant, um, but amusing when you present yourself to a potential girlfriend or partner. Um, that idea, as just one example, came about because it was recognised that you, you know, you have to be a little bit, you know, you can't just be this meek and mild, nice guy anymore and hope to get access within the market because the market is no longer looking for that nice, you know, stable, sensible provider. The market is now looking, um, or, or uh, what's the word? The market now rewards guys who present as slightly cocky, arrogant, jerk type assholes, right? So that example of game, if you like, was, invite, was created um, in this ongoing attempt to sort of rebalance things, in this ongoing attempt to, to sort of um, make even things out, if you like, in terms of the market. So <clears throat> the solution to all of this before was simply to learn game. It was simply to, well, buy this book, buy, buy my course, buy these, you know, buy these six ebooks, and they will teach you everything you need to know about this secret hidden art. And if you just do all these things, then you will become a player. You will become somebody who is adept within dating dynamics and you will get lots of women interested in you and you'll be very successful and it'll all be great. Okay, so that was the solution. Excuse me, I'm just going to drink some water. And it's worked pretty well for quite a long time, okay? Um, That solution of learning techniques, of learning, um, I don't want to say tricks, but you know what I mean, of learning strategies, techniques, tools, and so on and so forth, has worked and continues to work pretty well, okay? And the study of this area in general will behoove you, it will put you in a good place as far as getting girls is concerned, right? You know, learn the stuff, learn the, the routines, learn the lines, learn the, the methodologies, and you're going to be in a, good, in a good place. But that is not to say that learning all that stuff is easy. I mean, it's not difficult, it's not complicated. It's not like learning ancient Greek or something like that. It's relatively easy. It's quite enjoyable. It's, you know, whatever. But it's not necessarily easy. You know, you still have to spend quite a lot of time thinking about this stuff. You have to spend quite a long time um, learning it. You know, back in the day, there was a lot of people who would like learn, you know, do actually scripted routines and things like that. So you'd have to actually spend time formulating these things and then learning the lines, learning what you're going to say. Almost like an actor would have to learn the lines from a play before appearing on stage. Um, so that's work, right? There's, that's, you know, that's effort. You have, to, you have to do a lot of stuff. And in a sense, and this was off, has often been raised in the space by, um, by people being a bit critical about things, people say, well, hang on a minute, you know, on the one hand, you're preaching that you should be outcome independent and you shouldn't be overly concerned with what women think about you. You should be a self-actualized man, etc., etc. And yet, you're also spending all this time <laughs> learning all of this stuff 
in order to, um, in order to, in, in quotes, get better with women. Well, surely that's a contradiction. And yes, it, it is a contradiction, right? Because absolutely, I mean, if you if you are the natural, if you are the alpha Chad, if you are the, the bad boy at school who you know was in the soccer team and got all the best girls and everything, um, those people don't spend a long time learning all this stuff. They don't spend a, lo- a long time on the internet or reading posts or reading ebooks and things like that. It just comes naturally to them. They just do it, right? And they don't, you know, they've got a, Z- a ZFG attitude. They don't care. They just, you know, barrel through life, doing what they want to do. And the um, female attention comes naturally. And that kind of is how it should be, isn't it? That's how things should be. But, but for some people, um, because of the, you know, their upbringing or the way that they've come to, to adulthood, they just find it more difficult they don't have that natural sort of flair for this stuff. And so they have to, to learn some of these techniques and things like that. But as I say, it's not necessarily easy, right? So if that's not easy, what is there that you can do instead? What is, is there an easier way to get where you want to be than having to learn and memorize and, you know, practice and all this kind of stuff? And... The answer is yes, there is. But it's not quite as straightforward as it sounds. But the answer is yes, there is an easier way. So, and, and here's something I just formulated now. Instead of learning game, what you need to do is simply be game. Okay? So you, so you don't learn game. You simply be game. You simply become game. It's a little bit like that thing that Jay-Z said when he said, um, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. Okay? Rather equivalent to that, instead of trying to, to learn a bunch of tools, instead of trying to learn a bunch of techniques, you simply become the thing that is desirable in its own right. You simply become the natural, you become the alpha chat. Tyler from RSD actually said something very interesting in a video once. And it was, he said, I've spent all of this time learning all of this stuff, thinking about all of this stuff, documenting all of this stuff. And really, all I've ever done is just become the the bad boy, is just become the jerk from high school, right? And remember that Tyler is an articulate and intelligent guy. He went to a top law school, et cetera, et cetera. And in a sense... The whole process of learning that he went through and studying this stuff and everything else, all of it just came down to him um, becoming, the, <laughs> becoming the probably slightly unintellectual Chad from his, his school, right? That's kind of what it comes down to. So you go through this process and you spend all this time thinking about this stuff. But in the end, the best way to win is just to become that guy, right? And I'm putting that guy in quotation marks. That guy who is uninhibited, that guy who gets all the girls, that guy who doesn't have to think about what to say, that guy who just walks into the bar and starts messing around and does what the hell he wants and he draws attention to himself. You want to become that guy. That is easier than pretending. That is easier than having to sort of put on a fake persona. That is easier than having to, you know, do all of this stuff, watch all of these videos, memorize all of these, these, these codes and these, these lines and so on. Okay, so as I say, what you want to do 
rather than learning game is to is to become game all right so how do you do that well <clears throat> when i look at my own life okay i instinctively started to do this at around the age of uh 20 right so prior to the age of 20 when i was in my teens and, and so on i was terrible socially i was terrible with girls i had no um, traction whatsoever in the dating marketplace. I was a virgin until 20, you know, etc. Um, I was a pretty much an incel, you would say now. Uh, you know, I was kind of a real hard case. You know, I found it very hard to, uh, to, to talk to people, to look people in the eye even, to have eye contact with people. I was incredibly nervous in social situations. I just, I didn't like them. It was terrible. It was, you know, it was horrendous. And then because of a combination of things that happened to me, which basically included, by the way, me kind of going off the rails a bit, you know, and, and going to a different city and getting into drinking a lot and taking substances and going to clubs and parties and things like that, kind of going off the rails, having a bit of a breakdown, if you like. What happened to me was that almost by accident, I started to adopt this ZFG zero fucks given attitude where I was just like, well, look, I just don't care anymore what happens. And I really just didn't care. I didn't care what people thought of me. I didn't care what uh, my, their perception of me was. I was just going to be uninhibited. I was just going to be me. Not because I thought I would get something out of it. Not because I thought, haha, this is the secret way to becoming, to becoming proficient with the ladies. I'm just going to have a ZFG attitude. No, it was just natural. It was just kind of like, you know, um, how things were for me at the time. It just kind of happened. But then as a result of that, amazingly, and I didn't expect this at all, I was really surprised when this happened, it kick-started my dating life, okay? Because what happened was that the, um, the girls that I was coming into contact with picked up on the fact that I had this really rebellious ZFG attitude, and they liked it. They were drawn to it because it was authentic, because I was a bit dangerous, because I was a bit off the rails, because I was sort of, as I say, uninhibited. I wasn't tied to ideas of social conformity. I was just this kind of, kind of slightly crazy person in a way. And that, and that was attractive, right? In a way that all of my sort of like, anything I tried to do before of like, oh, will you be my girlfriend, please? Type, um, you know, polite, societally approved methods of attraction just hadn't worked so what and then as I got older then I got I, I started to learn a bit about what we call game you know I started to read about this stuff and I started to go out and, and practice and it became more sort of tutored it's a bit like you know imagine if you played the guitar for years and then suddenly you got a guitar teacher and you, you you got taught some proper techniques and stuff so I kind of went through that process with this. I, I'd done a lot of stuff for a long time, just on tutor, just, just like shooting, shooting blank, you know, like with a, a blunderbuss, like um, sort of randomly. And then I, I learned about some techniques and some methodologies and started to sort of apply those. But I was always very um, I was lazy. I mean, like I would read, I read all of this stuff and I, I learned loads and loads and loads of things. But in terms of sort of structures, in terms of learning stories, learning lines, things like that, I was always quite bad at that, really. And I sort of could, just couldn't really be bothered to do it. So in the end, my game 
was very was very natural. Even when I learned about this stuff, I would sort of go out and I would apply basic structures to what I was doing, but I would still be myself. I would still be very natural. And when I applied those learnings, um, and, and it was mainly stuff around just you know the fact that you've got to be persistent, you've got to keep going, you you need to build up, you know, you need volume in terms of your approaches and things like this. Once I started to understand this stuff. I just went for it. And it was that. It was the game structure plus my natural uninhibitedness together was like setting fire to Tinder. You know, suddenly it was like an explosion and my dating life just went off the charts. It was crazy. Okay. So this is what I teach you in the Charisma and Dating Academy because I see a lot of people out there who teach self-development type stuff and they teach being a better man and they teach um you know how to how to sort of transcend yourself and become this you know amazing figure etc etc and then i see other people who are teaching uh game pickup stuff you know say this do that wait two hours until you send a text your text messages should be three lines long you should use these emoticons blah 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 and they go into very specific techniques but what i don't see people doing is fusing the two things and saying, look, what you have to do in order to become successful with this stuff is you have to blow your life apart in a sense. You have to become uninhibited. You have to become a force of nature. You have to become somebody that's going to create an explosion where you go and approach her and she's going to feel that sexual tension. She's going to feel that energy. She's going to be drawn to it and she's going to want to sleep with you, right? And and, and that is the thing that, that creates the, the bond. I mean, people say, oh, you know, getting phone numbers, is there's no point in it because girls just flake, they don't respond to the messages, blah, blah, blah. Well, they don't if you're, if you're not memorable when you first go in an approach, right? You've got to be memorable. How are you memorable? You're memorable because you create emotion and you create emotion through uninhibitedness, through, through be- becoming like a whirlwind, right? When you approach her, you've got to make her feel something. It's got to feel a bit dangerous. It's got to be edgy. Um, it's got to have emotional resonance. And when you do that, plus you know the basic structure of game on top, that's when your dating results are going to go through the roof. It happened to me. It's happened to my clients. Uh, it works, right? But nobody's teaching it. So Charisma and Dating Academy teaches you the whole process. So we start off with charisma. You know, how can you appear magnetic when you're standing in front of her? What's going to make you stand out from other people? What's going to make her remember you over just some other Chad who comes and he's, he, he speaks to her, but it's very flat. It's very boring. It's got no life in it. Then we talk about the bad boy stuff. There's a whole module about bad boy dynamics, the dark triad. How do you bring that into it? How do you seem a bit edgy, a bit dangerous, a bit different to other people? Then we talk about radical differentiation. You've got to, again, you've got to stand out. You've got to be different from the market. How do you do that? How do you do that in an authentic way? And then we go into game. Whole section, the longest section in the course about the exact techniques that you need to go from phone number all the way through to a date and more, okay? This is everything that I've learned in the last 15 years in this space, consolidated into this course, okay? This will take you from chode to chat. It's not an easy process, but it's very simple. It's very actionable. 
it's very intuitive, okay? And as I say, there's, there's 10 hours worth of video of me explaining this and going through this in huge detail. It's, it's a transformative product, right? It's gonna blow your head off, but in order to guide you through it, we also do the webinars as well. So you'll have live tutorials with me on all of the five modules where we'll guide you through the process of change that you need to make in order to be effective in this new modern dating marketplace. So I'm really excited about this. There's no other product like this in the market. As I say, the enrollment period is really, really short. It's only five days, 30th of April to 4th of May. If you miss the deadline, you missed it, I'm afraid. If we release again, it's gonna, the price is gonna go up. $297 at the moment, which is, gonna, which is cheap, really, for all the value that you get because uh, you get access to my infill products as well. You get uh, some of my books. Uh, there's one-on-one -on -one consultations for the first 10 guys who enroll and so on and so forth. So look, it's, it's awesome. It's a great package. As I say, I'm really excited about it. There is a link below to my email list. So do get on that if you're not on it because I'm sending out more information about this during this week. But that's it really, Charisma Dating Academy, 30th of April to May the 4th. If you've got any thoughts or questions on, on this or anything else, then please do drop me a line, uh, troy at realtryfrancis.com or leave me a comment below. And do subscribe to this channel as well, please, on YouTube. Uh, and if you're not listening to this on YouTube, go to YouTube and subscribe to my channel because it's awesome. I'm putting out loads of content there every week. And yeah, I just appreciate the support because it helps me to, to spread the word, um, etc. All right, guys, good to chat again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We will speak again very soon. Bye-bye.